Bonjour and bienvenue. Hello and welcome to the Conjure South Spellcast podcast. The only conjuring podcast providing royal, intellectual, and traditional hoodoo root work and divination. A space highlighting the cultural traditions of hoodoo and an invitation to all other spiritual systems from around the world. I am your host, Queen Cotalia, the hoodoo queen of the Imperial Court Milnermentos de la Ponte. I am joined by my magical co-host, the Madame Aphrodite and the Urban Alchemist. Today's episode is the first episode of a series on spiritual mentors, things to take into account prior to committing to a space or a person. We will then provide divination, custom spiritual work to our calling clients to rectify matters within love, money, and other life matters. Bonjour, je suis Cotalia Laranadou. This is me, Queen Cotalia, the Hoodoo Queen. Hello, Urban Alchemist. Hello, Madame Aphrodite. How are you doing today? Outstanding. Oui, comment ça va? Good, 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 good. I'm going to take Aphrodite's answer and say I'm rolling in the spiritual jewels. Yes, indeed. Rolling in them. Yes, indeed. Rolling in the deep. Right? So, how has your past week been? What's been going on in your week? Um, Well, I experienced Mardi Gras for the first time down in Mobile this weekend. And I mean, aside from getting uh, assaulted with honey buns and cups, (laughs) I mean, it was wonderful. (laughs) Yes. Honey buns. Yes. A box. um, I know that a lot of people are very concerned about the pandemic and all of those things but there's a greater pandemic here in mobile where people have begun to have these surges of concussions due to honey um honey buns to the head to the temple and my goodness um, and moon pies through the trachea i was about to say moon pies are an alabama thing aren't they it is a mobile thing actually yes i was thinking about that Mm -hmm. oh yes absolutely so i'm glad that you were able to enjoy mardi gras well the first parade because you have many more to be experiencing and urban alchemist how was your week my week has been beautiful i've been doing a lot of um, outreach through social media and i've gotten to hear a lot of feedback um thank you rari six uh levi thank you Mm -hmm. to uh, um mo contest i don't know how she says her name Mm -hmm. um and there are a few other individuals, Jessica and Nicole, that have all given wonderful feedback. So the podcast is reaching people. I'm glad oh, to hear that. Wonderful. Yes. yes. Yes, indeed. We want to continue to do our best. Um, I do know that today may um actually be a little bit of a um wig shifting topic. Ooh. So I am prepared to hear what people have to say about this secure your um, lace fronts y'all i don't think you can bold or hold for this episode so it is what it is it is what it is so um in regards to my week my week has been again as i mentioned like the first episode a little bit transformative um being that conjure south conjure parlor and apothecary located at 10 south conception street Ooh, here in mobile la. um that there's a lot of shift. There's a lot of change. And so this is our, it's one thing to experience Mardi Gras as a citizen here. It's another thing to experience Mardi Gras as a, um, as a, as a business owner downtown on the main wow. parade route, you know. It's, yeah, y'all have a prime location there. Yeah, so it's every single parade that Mobile will have will always come through um, this street. And so this past weekend, we had a total of three parades. So um, we had one on Friday and then two on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So um, it, was, wow. it was very interesting. Tons of fun. And um, and also we had the dark market. Oh my gosh, Le Marché de Tarnab yes. on Friday, which was also incredible. Excuse me. <clears throat> William Mass, hi, your kids, hi, his wife. Um, but we were... Um, we had an incredible um, dark market. We had Taiki, the electric violinist. Baby he Kri- was amazing. amazing. When I tell you, it is a whole vibe. It is. Yes. 
So um, that was really wonderful. He, not just his, not just his music, but his look, his stage yeah. presence, everything. I was watching on Instagram. Mm-hmm. The like you said, it was a vibe. The whole energy of the place. Mm-hmm was magical. It must be amazing to dream something up in your head and then to see it come full into fruition like that. Mm-hmm. In Mobile during Mardi Gras, yes. Dark Market, right on the route with, what's his name? Taiki. 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 Yes. That had to be a, a moment because I felt it through just, just through Instagram. I was like, wow. If I have to be honest, every Dark Market feels that way. Mm-hmm. Every Dark Market Absolutely. is like you step back into time Depending on the music, it creates a different time period, but it, everything mm-hmm. normally is, um, we really push for like a 1920s and earlier vibe. And this was Taiki's first time. And so he brought some more modern things, but it still created quite an elegant, classic mm-hmm. um, experience, which was, I mean, playing violin is very difficult not to have that experience. Right. So, um, so yeah, so you have that. But um, yeah, so it was just wonderful. But um, I, I've also, because of this week and Le Mouchi de Tenebre and just the regular operations of Conjure South, I have realized that I need to reorganize my life in a huge way. So I made the announcement on um, the Free Weekly Zodiac Readings that, pardon-moi, <coughs> excuse me, I'm burning a new resin and I don't think that it is agreeing with me. So whenever you all begin to work with particular spirits, you need to also check in with your body because um, you need to check in with your um, body because you, your body will respond and react to new spirits. And this spirit that I decided to burn today says um, she does not want to be present. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Choke so, you out. Yes, indeed. But listen, I don't mind. We listen. We will tussle. I do not discriminate. I will no. fight a baby. I will fight a spirit. I will even fight the elderly. We do not discriminate <laughs> when we begin to throw these spiritual hands. Hallelujah. So just understand that it is. Not the oh, yes, indeed. <laughs> Learning from Queen. I feel like fighting the elderly elderly might be necessary because they're the ones that is, this is true. put up a true. fight. They're a little bit, you know, they're sturdy. They got a whole different, you know. They, <laughs> she said they sturdy. <laughs> <laughs> They yeah, know some. Yeah, they sturdy. You know, you 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 can't push them down like these new elderly people. They about your CBS you, they, they, they you know, strong. Yes, indeed. But old school right. elders, they they sturdy. You you gotta be careful. They look they look like you can just you know trip them up and tumble them over. But um, I gotta be honest. You know, one time I thought I was gonna have to fight this lady out in the Greer's parking lot, and um. She hopped up out the wheelchair. I said, oh, I, I clocked the wrong one today. So I said, <laughs> I said listen, my lady. Grandmother used to, my grandmother used to say, oh, I'm sorry. Keep going, queen. <laughs> oh, no, but no, I'm just, I'm kidding. I, I will not um lay hands physically. My grandmother used to say to my uncles when they get, started to get taller than her, you know, I may not be able to reach you, but I got a broom. Yes, indeed. And she, and she used it. Like that That broom serves multiple functions. Who knew it was a weapon on top of all the other things? Absolutely. <laughs> Listen. Shoes. <laughs> Shoes, la chancla. They, they travel well. I had yeah. a um, aunt that got a shoe to the eye. Um, yes, indeed. What? So quick, quick, quick story. So my mother and my aunt had gotten into some trouble as a child, okay? Um, and my grandma told them to come inside because they were going to get a whooping. And so my mother told my aunt, she said, look, on the count of three, we're going to run. <laughs> well, my mama counted three. My aunt ran. My mother didn't. <laughs> oh, oh no. <laughs> the mother got all the heat. Oh, well, no. So my mom went ahead and got, got her lick and, you know, it was done. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But see, my aunt, she had ran to Jerusalem just about apparently. And, mm. and so she was, um, she was very hesitant to coming home. So she thought, <laughs> <I did. laughs> she thought maybe and perhaps she could just, um, 
run in and get by it. So she ran in the house and slid onto a bed. And mm. before she got a chance to, for her body to stop sliding, my grandma took a shoe and threw it up under the bed and hit her upside down. Oh, yes, oh. indeed. The shoes never miss. They never the miss. Shoes be oh bending the corners on them. What you oh say? My gosh. When I tell you my 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 aunt came out with trifocals, I said yes, indeed. <laughs> I said, well. So that's what shoes are meant for. <laughs> Kids these days don't know about that. They don't know about that at all. Yes. Yeah. You speak heavy to a child today and it's calling the child protective services on you. Mm-hmm. You know, sit down. Oh, you're abusing me. Okay. Little girl, whatever. I'm going to take your iPad away. Yes, indeed. So <laughs> let's, let us get focused to this um, topic today. So today's focus um, brings us to... Spiritual mentors, spiritual mentors, academies, institutes, all of these things. Um, a lot of people on a regular basis, they, um, they, they, they want some kind of guidance. The last episode, we spoke to the space of like spiritual abilities and gifts and developments and all of those things. And, um, and it was a, a, a great um, topic, of course, but then we do have to look into these spaces of like, well, I can recognize my gifts and I can trust my gifts. I can know my gifts, but there are some things you have to, and this is something very important, that you truly have to be guided with and that mm-hmm. you have to connect with. And this is why. For example, I'm not going to bring this up every episode, but because I grew up in this, I've never had to connect to it. Right. Because I'm queen of my lineage, I've never had to connect to it. Because we're royalty, we never had to connect to it. Today, people need to connect to it in order to have it. And when I say have it, I mean education. I mean the um, reglement. I mean mm-hmm. um, the, the the reglements, the, the traditions, the customs. Because again, as I mentioned, first episode... 90% of people did not grow up in these spaces. Yeah. Right. And so the question is, do you need, do you need a mentor? Do you need a mentor? And I'm going to try to get through this because I know that we do have some, some callers and, um, and I honestly, I really wanted not to go heavy in the beginning part of the show and use those 10 minutes. I was like, let's try not to sound in five, but mm-hmm. it just didn't happen. But anyways, <laughs> Um, Because I have a lot of points and this may be like a part two. But anyways, so the thing about it is, is do you even need a mentor? Well, the first thing is this. You have to ask yourself this question. Do you want to understand your culture? Do you want to understand the culture? Mm -hmm. Do you want to know the customs? Are you okay with understanding that you may not... um, you may not possess a gift you think you have. Right. You may um, actually learn that you have a different ability altogether. You may come to find out you have zero ability and your space of connection is solely custom and tradition. Um, you have to ask yourself, are you okay with accepting truth? Mm-hmm. Are you okay with um, receiving right. truth? And if that is the answer, then you need a mentor. Then -hmm. you need a mentor. And the reason why is because when you have a mentor, they can give you those things. Right. Um, You're able to receive those things. That does not mean that they're not going to, because a lot of times when people say, I need a mentor, they really are saying, what information, what education can you give me to make me powerful? Right. You know, and so we then have to go into that space of saying, okay, well, do you, and, and, and if this is your approach, I want to educate myself. I want to learn how to do spell work. I want to be able to um, create influence and, and manipulate situations. Right. I want to have mm-hmm. the ability to um, gain respect by those that do not respect me. I want to have this ability to cause fear in those that feel that they can threaten me. I want to have um, this this um, recognition. 
um, mm-hmm. of, of power, of, of authority, of, of fantasy. If that's the case, you do not need a mentor. Hello, somebody. Because if you listen <laughs> to all of the things that I just said, it is I want, I want, I want, I want, I want, mm-hmm. I want, I want, I desire, I desire. And because of this, you're not going to be able to receive truth. This is why I have removed certain people from my um from my institute. Okay. Because mm-hmm. it's I want this and I want that and I want is not about what you want. See what people have to understand when you start looking into space of mentorship, you're looking for a teacher. You have to ask yourself, first and foremost, first and foremost. Who is the mentor? Who was their mentor? And are they from the culture and space in which you wish to connect to? If they are not from, and let me speak very clearly to, for example, spaces within the African diaspora, like Hudu, Obia, Rigri, Guinea Guinea, um, Wanga, um, 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 Juju, um, Jojo, whether it was, it was traditionally named, um, these particular spaces in the African diaspora, it is ancestral founded, no matter how you look at it, no matter where you go from our magic to our religion, it is ancestral based, right? Period, period. So, the thing about that is. You have to go to somebody from that space in order to connect to it. This is why I talk about often cultural appropriation and not racial appropriation. Okay. See, there's a lot of people, and I will say specifically people of color that will go to bed. Well, because I am a person of color, I can do hoodoo. Even if I get this, even if I read this book from a European author that has these um, talismans and sigils and all of these things that (laughs) is not hoodoo, but because I'm a person of color and I'm doing it, then it's hoodoo. That is cultural appropriation, not just to the culture of hoodoo, but also to the culture of the people you are exploiting, the people that it actually came from. And so it's very important to understand that when you are looking for a mentor and you are wanting to connect, you have to find someone of that lineage. It needs to be a descendant um, of that culture and space, point blank, period. Now, you, you, you may say then, well, Queen, well, when people come to you who are not of um, the African diaspora and they want to know how to work who do, how does that even work? Can you even do that? The answer is yes, and I have. Well, what I do is I'll have whomever, exhibit A or B, that says, well, Queen, I know I'm not a person of color, but I want to, I, I want to understand um, the the who do well. The reality is, you can't access my gourmet. right? You can't, right. and you can't access any person of color's ancestors. Mm-hmm. And because hoodoo is founded in ancestral veneration, acknowledgement, and honoring, we have to tap into your ancestry. So I have to say, for example. I can show you how to construct a mojo hand. Right. Well, this is how we add these herbs to this sack in this order. So for you, you may not can use um, hygiene because the spirit doesn't work with you. I'm not saying that for everybody. I'm just giving an example. Mm-hmm. But right. um, hygiene may not work for you regarding success. And um, alfalfa may not work for you for, regarding success. And all spice spirits may not um may not give you success. And this is because of your ancestral DNA. Maybe hygiene for you is a protection herb. Maybe allspice is a love herb. Maybe mm-hmm. alfalfa is um, for cursing. So Ooh. we then have to look into your ancestry mm-hmm. to say these are your spirits. You can still construct the bag, the sack the same way, but 
this is how it's going to be. This is it's going to be a different set of spirits in this sack for you. But yes, use a candle to light the way. Use some water to open the portal if you if just for lack of words. Um, <laughs> so I'm just saying because yeah, you gotta okay. So for lack of words, open the portal. All right, open the door. Um, in order, open the road for the spirits to move through. Mm. And so this is something that can absolutely be done um, with anyone. So it's very important to know that. And I also need to make this point very clear, okay? When you are looking for a mentor in a particular space like the African diaspora, if they are not from the culture, they should not be teaching. They should not be manufacturing any spiritual tools or supplies. And they absolutely should not be writing about a culture that you are not from. How can Mm -hmm. you, and and I'm going to explain to you why this is important. What is this sound that I'm hearing? The squeaking sound. Sounds like a teapot going on. (laughs) I think it's, it's something outside. Okay. Got you. Um, This is, this is something that's very important that people really need to hear. When it comes down to, when it comes down to, um, connecting to culture understand this this squeaking sound is really getting me thank you for muting madam aphrodite <laughs> thank you so very much it sounds like the tea is brewing so yes. y'all pay attention yes so the thing about it is when it comes to um to manufacturing supplies or even writing about these spaces understand this here we go i got the point now A person can give you education based off of the education that they know or that they've received. But a book from a person who is not from the culture cannot give you culture. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, A a, um, um, a, 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 a YouTube video surrounding a particular topic cannot give you the culture right you, you have to you have to connect to someone of the culture to connect to the culture now there are some other things i do know that i'm, I'm probably gonna this podcast may be a little bit longer than the last but I, I do i have some very other important points that need to be brought up this is another big thing there is this thing where people are really feeling that your mentors are these books, okay? <laughs> mm-hmm. They have this very strong feeling or passion that these books are giving you what you need. Well, first of all, let me make this part clear. Just because you are an author does not mean that you have authority to speak on or about a culture does not mean that you are from that culture because see today actually today there are publication companies that could care less about who your people are who their people are they don't care about who you are but what they need and want is that coin they want the dollar and because they want the dollar they don't care that you are a person of color writing about brujaria when they're when you when they don't care that you are a um, non-person of color from the appalachians talking about who do they don't care about those things so the thing about it is they don't care that you are um an asian person writing about italian working they don't care but Mm -hmm. a lot of people think that these books are law and I'm going to explain something to you about that, because I'm going to tell you, as a and the only Black publication company of metaphysics, okay, I know, I know for a fact that there are very major publication companies that what I call mentor ringing. That's a term that I, that I created, mentor ringing. And this is where you have these different individuals who are not from the culture of the spaces that they are teaching on. And what they do is enable each other. They repost each other. They sponsor each other and they continue to enable that um, misinformation for the coin. So it's like a crime ring, but it's, yes, it's mentorship. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's, a liter- it's a literary mentorship ring. And it's mm-hmm. what you see um, 
is what you see very heavy. And, right. and so then we go into the space of not just this thing of, um, and, and again, these books with these people, and I, I have to also speak to people are taking these books and going by law. They go, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. this, and I'm going to get, I'm going to get, here you go. I'm going to get into it. We have people of color, black people of color that are writing these books on hoodoo, but your whole bibliography are by people that are not from the culture. And all the information that you have, all Mm -hmm. the information that you're getting, all the information that you're spewing out. And now because you're a person of color, now that's who, no, 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 Nancy, no, no, Nikita, absolutely not. (laughs) This does not make it authentic because it comes out of your mouth when all of your information literally is coming from um, people who are not from the culture, Mm -hmm. not not a race, not ethnicity, but culture. Right. Get into that. So that's really important to understand, too. Um, You also have this really big thing. and, And this is another huge thing about mentorship. People normally gravitate towards mentors that align with their ego. Now, I know this is going to send some of you guys into spiritual galactic shock, Uh. but it is what it is. Okay. Spicy. Most people. Take a step back, (laughs) y'all. Okay. Most people are going to jump into these mentorship, these schools, these academies, these institutes that align with their ego. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. because if I told you that spirits are just spirits, but I didn't tell you that these are ancestral spirits of people of color and that the magic that they possess comes out of the trauma or maybe even the um, fear or maybe even the passion or the, the three hardships. Months, the hardships right. or, or even just strictly out of their religion, which is mm-hmm. which our deities in, in the African diaspora are ancestral deities as well. Think about it is if you have these mentors just go, oh no, these are just spirits. They're just energies. This is that space of feeling and feeding your ego because mm-hmm. why it allows you to feel accepted in a space, not that you're not accepted in, but that you must have to respect, right. which means right. that you have to take a step back and understand that you not you are not entitled. And see this same mentality of this feeding the spirit, these mentors, again, is very easy. It's very mm-hmm. easy to do. I tell people all the time, I, I am very happy with my 9,000X um, number of, of followers on Instagram because I understand these are people that understand and can receive truth, okay? Right. If I wanted to triple that number overnight, all I have to say is respectfully just go into the spaces because the energies will work for anyone and as long (laughs) as you have the right intentions everything is going to be fine these are all energies you can work with whatever you want to you can do whatever you want to or whatever or um not bring up not bring up the reality of culture Exactly. I'm right. going to just dismiss this part mm-hmm. and just put out information. And, and so there's that. Now, the next thing that I'm going to jump into is mentors of popularity. Ooh. All of your faves. Mentors of popularity. A lot of people get so blinded by 200,000 followers. Most people get so blinded by 80,000 followers, 60,000 followers. Oh, well, if they got all these followers, that must be the truth. No. Right. What they have created is a space, again, of ego. I'm going to mm-hmm. dismiss. I'm not going to bring this up. I'm not going to talk about this. Where this just where it is a space of a um, spiritual free-for-all, which allows you to feel how you want to and you feel great and all of these things. And so a lot of people fall into that trap. You look at these spiritual entertainers, okay? These spiritual entertainers as gurus. How are you 20 years old giving me information about a religion that doesn't even recognize you because you have not even reached a point in your life to be recognized by a particular loa or arisha moshawi? What are you doing? (laughs) All these high priestesses. What are you doing? Who is teaching you this? Mm -hmm. Okay. 
the only thing that you have gained in this space is probably three pounds of muscles around your neck from the eBay elekes and colliers that you purchased. Mm, not the strong neck. <laughs> of a linebacker. Of a linebacker. I okay. feel like that's an extension queen of like this whole... And y'all, I'm not trying to call anybody out, but if, if it stings, examine yourself. It's like this Ooh. whole D&D role play, cosplay culture. This is just like another um, identity to take on mm-hmm. and to like consume your life with. It's like, oh, I'm a this now and I'm a proof. It's like, y'all, this is not that, darling. And if it is that, y'all, let it be that. It's like, I like to think that I'm this and that's what I do. But be honest, right. people that are looking to you looking for truth because that's when their inauthenticity like peaks. It's like when you're presenting this image. Mm-hmm. The Erica Badoos. You know, based on your fantasy yeah. and not on the culture, like Queen says. Yeah, and the thing about it is also, too, there are so many people, and I am so disappointed. Some people that I really, really had some high respects for, um, even just here recently, they are so clear and made it very clear to me that mm-hmm. they don't mind. Um, and these are people that people look up to. People right. that that are like, oh my gosh, and they they are a they they are people that are, are from a culture that speaks truth to their culture, but they are willing to jeopardize the integrity of their culture for popularity because they think popularity Ooh. is success, respect, respect success, mm-hmm. fame. They want mm-hmm. to be seen. They want to be known. Let me tell y'all something about that real quick. I'm gonna give you the business point, the business of it all. Snatch them ball. <laughs> which is, you may see, for example, somebody that has eight thousand, eighty thousand followers. Real deal. When it comes to their business, they're probably only getting ten percent of that um, response. Right. Ten, ten to five percent. Okay, and that's and that's the real tea of it all. Um, and a lot of times, what people also have to understand is a lot of people are gravitated towards beauty and aesthetics and, mm-hmm. and entertainment. And so we can't mm-hmm. dismiss that. Um, and one other thing, Queen, mm-hmm. a, a part of that is because people are just giving away everything. It's like they're pimping their their knowledge, their culture or whatever. And so it's like there's nothing to even sell from a business standpoint. Right. So, so, let, like, let, so let's talk about that real quick. They're not even pimping their culture. They're pimping appropriation. They're pimping exploitation. Like that's what they're doing. It is a regurgitation cycle that has happened. I'm going to say specifically in the Hoodoo community for at least heavy, 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 at least within the last 30 years due to the internet. Um, yeah, because yeah, people pop- want to produce that content. I see it in tarot communities online. And if mm-hmm. you follow me, you see I don't talk about tarot like that because I've worked for this information. I've dedicated myself to study. So why would I just offer that up so that mm-hmm. I can get popularity, clout, or sales? Mm-hmm. It's like, no, baby, if you want to come deal with me, come deal with me. But there's you know, like, a protocol. Yeah, that's, that's just like in the same when it comes to like seduction work or sex magic or being right a sex conjurer. Like that's... It's so overworked. It's so dry now. Like, mm-mm. right, terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's 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 really bad. And dry. and so the thing about it is, is I do know that we do have our calling clients. Um, but I would I'm going to just mention a couple of red flags that you should think about. The first red flag is um using social media drama. When mm. you're looking, when you're seeing these mentors with eighty thousand followers. 8,000 followers, it could even be 5,000, I mean, 500 followers. If their way of communication and validation is um, creating drama and constantly, this is going on, that is going on, you don't need them. Because if they have the ability to partake and to constantly feed that, then clearly they're not doing the work. They're not, exactly. not, not doing their work, but just like their business. They're, mm. they're not being taken care of. Um, the next thing is um, using, again, um, all, if all of the information that they have is based off somebody else's literature, you have to, that's a red flag. So if they're just posting somebody else's content or if you're reading their books and it's in everything, if somebody else's plagiarism, baby, just go read the books they read because they're right. giving you don't right. take their classes, 
because they're just teaching you a class off of a book that they read. So you go read their book and then teach them the class. Okay? Exactly. I mean, because it's pretty much a Google same the thing. top 10. Yes, things. indeed. <laughs> Another thing is a, a mentor will not seek you out. Hello, somebody. Let, let, let me give you this. Mm-hmm. Let me teach you this. Let me, let, let me, let me, I, I just know that, see, there is something here for you. And, and I just know that I can give it to you. You don't need to be here. You don't need to be there. Let me, let me know. If they're seeking you, I'm on then guess what? They probably don't have anybody to teach. Oh. Right. They don't have anybody to oh. teach. Um, the next thing is fear tactics. And this is really big, not just within the magical community, Um but in the in religion and in, in initiation, mm-hmm. people right. using fear tactics. If they're using fear, if you don't do this for me, or if you don't do this, or I'm the grand powerful um, right. so and so, then this manchari again is not who you need. It's not necessary. It is not necessary to scare people into um, seeking you out if if that's what they need. All right. Um. Very very important for that as well. And um, another thing is I want people to start looking at their mentors and looking at their spiritual table. And what I mean by that is Mm. I'm seeing people that, and this sounds pretty bad, but I'm going to say it. I see people from a particular community Mm -hmm. and you look at their table and they are initiated in A, B, C, D, E, F, and G. They wow. are practicing, they are practicing or living this magical life of H, J, K, L, M, N, O, P. Okay. Their content is R through Z. But where are their people? Mm-hmm. Where are your people? Where are your people? Where are your people? Mm-hmm. Where are your people? Because if you don't respect your own, then you're already showing me that you don't have a respect for exactly. these. Um, and you're not going to have a... Re- and, and, I, and I'm not going to learn and gain respect from this. So um, let me see. There's other things too that I want to sort of bring up, but I, I'm just going to let it be right now. Urban Alchemist, what would you say in regards to... Because you... All right, you know, you are a graduate of the Country South Hoodoo Institute. And um, you, I mean, you reached out to me. You were very, what about this? What about this? What about that? And this is even before you even took any classes and began to make the journey. So what encouraged you, um, not just so much to be a part of the Institute, but what was your, or what is your approach to mentorship? All right. To begin with, I want to say, Queen, we have to do a part two. Absolutely. Yes. Doesn't have to be next week, but we will do a part two because we just got started, y'all. Oh, yeah. But I'll tell you, um, adding on to what Queen said, the maxim, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear, is very true. It's very true. And for a lot of people who are eager and who just want, 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 they can't allow that to um, come to fruition. But when you are doing spiritual work, that Mm. teacher will appear when you are ready. So it's better to prepare yourself to receive that teacher and to recognize when they appear. So I'll give you a quick little anecdote before we move on to the next portion. Um, I've been reading tarot forever. It was a personal journey. It was self-taught and I'm very proud about that. Mm -hmm. Question joining religions and things because I know they get political and um, I'm very skeptical of that. So when I saw Queen's videos and I didn't seek out hoodoo information, it was something that was sort of given to me, my ancestors direct me to it. I started watching Queen's videos and I was like, wow, there is substance here. She's relating the information. Unlike ways that any other people write Aphrodite, it's like, you know, she's working with some substance and some stuff. There was truth. So I um, reached out to her and it was a back and forth. She saw my interest, but she also questions things. And she did have to break me out of stuff, y'all, which is a a Mm -hmm. big part of your journey. Like unlearning all of that stuff, getting in the right mind frame to receive. So 
but she saw the interest and the fact that um, I was really dedicated. So she was able to get me into the right um, direction. And like she said, there's a protocol. There is a protocol. Next time we talk about this, I will tell you all about how this all relates to the Hierophant card and tarot because it's very pertinent. But getting me to break out of that and start to teach me the protocol so that I could receive this information was a critical part of my journey. So I had to trust her. I've had bad experiences with um, teachers, academies, and influences from the past. So it made me skeptical because I'm like, why are you so interested? Why are you telling me this and that? And a third, it's like, what? But she proved herself over time and I was able to get the information I needed. And once I got put into that environment, I was able to seek out my own elders, my own family members, find our place in this big thing called hoodoo and African-American spirituality. And I got the validation I needed because when they were speaking, it was things that Queen talked about. Mm-hmm. So I said, oh, I'm, I'm in the right place now. And right. it, like, so it really has to be a good fit. You got to find a person and they ought to be able to prove themselves over time. One thing I love about Queen is- If uh, I yes. may interject, I do apologize. This is something I want to say though, because it's very important. Mm-hmm. So it's very difficult to really find true, authentic and mentors, especially in hoodoo right now. Because right. our community has been so exploited and has been so appropriated, there yes. are sprinkles of truth. So every person, every non-person of color who writes a book about hoodoo, they talk about don't sweep over feet, burn your hair. What about fishes and dreaming true? Mm-hmm. See, because these are these are actual things, there's these small gems of truth that right. is relatable to you. Mm-hmm. And go, oh my gosh, I heard this growing up. So I know they know. Right, right. It creates a space where it's very difficult to even find an actual mentor now or to um, be able to see uh, an actual mentor now because -hmm. because it is so, especially in our culture. And I will say this too, and this is really messed up. How is it that I am queen of my lineage, okay? I am the only Black metaphysical spiritual publication company on this earth, okay? I write a book about hoodoo and it's barely seen online. Okay. Right. Right. Whereas the appropriators, because it is so oversaturated. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That my little book ain't even, isn't even really seen, you know? And so right. it, it, that just goes to show you and tell you that it's not just the people, but it's also these large companies, right? Some um, of these publication companies as well mm-hmm. that that does that, and and it's um. It's and that goes into my my last point, Queen. That I was going to bring mm-hmm. up, and I'm so curious to hear what Aphrodite has experienced from the religion angle because that's something I've considered. But um, I've always considered myself a solo practitioner until I've been brought in the tradition. Um, of Hoodoo to learn as a guest. And I'm so thankful for that, to have that experience. But the last thing I was going to say not is- Not a guest, but, as a child of. Okay, well, I'll let Queen determine. <laughs> no, but the last... because, because as a person of color, it mm-hmm. is our African-American history to right. know this. Right. This right. is n- not, not to do this, but this mm-hmm. is a part of you. This is Mm -hmm. part of our, this is a part of who we are as African-Americans. Okay. So you are a child of, of this space. You may have been disconnected from. Exactly. That's accurate. You know, but you are Mm -hmm. still yet a a child of color here in, in, in America. This has shaped the South. Okay. So I just wanted to make that clear. Do not ever think that you are a guest at your own table. Okay, thank you for clarifying. And that is so I like true. It. I could go I could go on. Yes, but the last thing I was going to say was a mentor really a true mentor really does not care whether you follow them or not because it doesn't matter. Right. It doesn't matter like I had an accounting teacher one she was like I don't need to learn this. So if y'all pay attention now, I don't care. I know this stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I say about Queen, she's not trying to sell me anything, buy me anything or what trying to like get anything from me. 
she's happy to have me and learn, but it's truly my experience that she's just guiding me. And she does that with all her students. There are different paths and she oversees that, but it's your experience. That's one thing she's big on. So if you get a mentor who's really trying to take control or whatever, I, that's a big red flag. Right. But, um, Aphrodite, yeah, Aphrodite, has it been the same with the traditional religions? How has it been? Uh, absolutely. Um, especially, um, you know, when it comes to trying to connect back to the um, African traditional religions, you know, especially um, in Ifa um, and Lukumi and, you know, things of that nature. Um, it's so many people out here, you know, buying books off of Amazon and, you know, becoming these Instagram, Insta brujas and things like that, you know, <laughs> trying to, you know, trying now, to tell you stuff. So it's, I mean, you have people out here, oh, you know, get your, your five oranges, your bananas and go to Oshun. If you, if bees is flying around you, of course you Oshun's daughter. You, you like golden yellow, you, yes, you Oshun. You like Beyonce lemonade, honey, yes, I ain't sorry. <laughs> so it's like, it's bad, but you know, um, what I will say out of experience, you know, just to uh, wrap up, um, the thing that really attracted me to Queen is that from day one, she has had no issue putting her lineage out on that table like it was receipts for the century. <laughs> and one thing I will say about a lot of these <laughs> spiritual entertainers and influencers on Instagram, they say, oh, my family been deep into this. My daughter's doing it. My grandbaby and my great grandbaby, my great great grandbaby doing it. But it's like, well, who taught you? Where's your lineage? Like, where can I look up your history? Like you, you have these, these rights and you have all these other things, but like, where, like, how did you learn all of this? And then they want to hit you with that. Oh, well, it's my family traditions and my family secrets. I said, proving your lineage is not me asking what's in your grandmama's gumbo, sweetie. Like, I'm not asking that. I'm just saying, who are you? <laughs> you know, who right. are you? Right. So, yes. <laughs> yeah. So that that's really, um, that's that's huge, you know, because a lot of people, and again, and then, and, and now it's this thing where people are like, well, I've had the blessing of my Baba and because his and because he said that I can teach, I should be teaching, you know, and it's like, mm. this is my thing, especially about mentor. And again, when you're going into connecting to a space, mm -hmm. there is no reason another community should be speaking for another when that community is present. Right. Right. I mean, it is what it is. Um, and and so it's, it's it, it, I mean, like, like we said, this is going to have to be a part two and probably even a part three. I know that yes. I spoke a lot in regards to this and I will, um, I'm probably going to cut out a lot of it, to be no, honest. No, you laid the foundation. It's, no, it's all needed, though. It no. is yeah. all needed. Okay, well. You laid the foundation for a future I, discussion. Thank you much so needed. very much. I greatly mm -hmm. appreciate it. And I, I do just want to encourage people to, um, if you're wanting to connect, if you really need guidance, if you are really okay with receiving truth, if you're really trying to create a foundation that your lineage can build on you afterwards, um, this is a good sign that you need a mentor. Um, I think both of you guys also just saying all those nice things about me because I didn't expect <laughs> or um, anticipate that um, as I just thought you may speak on your own personal experiences you know solely without me at all but i do thank you all for saying that and that's I, um... next episode y'all tune <laughs> in <laughs> merci de voir à côté thank you for listening to the conscious south spellcast podcast the Conjure South Spellcast Podcast is brought to you by the Conjure South Conjure Parlor and Apothecary, located at 10 South Conception Street, Mobile, Alabama, where you will find me, your host, Queen Cotalia, and La Madame de Conjure South, providing you with traditional spiritual healing services. Be sure to check us out at www.conjuresouth.com or follow us on Instagram at Conjure underscore South. Magnon, nous avons the free reading and spiritual work of the day.
let us get into our calling clients at this time. I'm really, really excited. So I'm going to bring in our first calling client who um, is um, who has asked the question. And I know that you're here in the chat. Do you want us to use your name or do you have an alias? Because that wasn't brought up in the email. So I'm really excited about this. Okay. So, <laughs> okay, no problem. So, I mean, this could be many people, but um, our first calling client is Isaac. And Isaac, um, I want to bring you in. If you can unmute yourself real quick. Hello, Isaac. Hello. Are you there? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Hi, Isaac. How Hello. are you? Pleasure to be here. Are you doing well today? Yes, I woke up like two hours before this. I saw I got an email. I'm like, oh, I got to get ready in a heartbeat. <laughs> so I got ready as quick as I could. Wonderful. So Isaac, before we get into your reading here and um, asking the question, well, I'll ask the question first. Um, the question is, what is something my spiritual self needs that I am not capable of hearing what that is currently? I'm going to re-ask that question. What is something my spiritual self needs that I am not capable of hearing what these needs are currently? So um, is that the question? Is that correct? Yes, ma'am. Wonderful. Now, Isaac, I also want to ask you, when is your birthday? Um, just, um, you don't have to give the year, but just um, mine. Mm -hmm. November 18th. November 18th. Okay, so if that matters to the Urban Alchemist or Madam Aphrodite surrounding your reading and those things. Um, we're going to start with the Urban Alchemist to see what he has surrounding um, what spirit may has, have to tell you. Okay, like you didn't have to ask that queen, but it's funny that you did because it's definitely pointing out that mm. time of year, definitely. Mm. That time of Scorpio specifically. And I'll say the thing that you need is healing. It's funny we're talking about mentors because and preparation because when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. So mm -hmm. ready yourself. Like there's healing that needs to be done. And I can relate to this a lot, actually. So <laughs> let me stick to reading you. But like there's childhood issues um, that needs to be healed. And this is deep level of spiritual work. So um, before you go, Mm -hmm. Let, letting yourself loose in these spiritual streets, make sure that you have a solid foundation because I always like yes. it to an, to an onion, you know, self-discovery is like peeling back the layers of an onion. Have you ever had a bad onion where there's like little bits of um, mold and gunk in between each layer? Uh, too many. <laughs> yeah, you know, so like you got to peel them back, like, ugh, gross, peel them back, peel them back. And then finally yes. you get to the center and you're like, okay, I can use that. I can work on that. So you're doing this process of healing, and part of you is like, it's fascinating. It's like, ooh, there's this, and ooh, there's that, da, da, da. but you can almost get too carried away and overwhelmed by the work. It's like, you're, you're never going to get to the center of your personal right. onion. You're never, you're going to make progress, but you're not going to get to the center. So take it all in stride, mm. take it piece by piece. And then what you are going to find is there are some deep seated issues from childhood, which do need to be addressed. I've just done mm -hmm. this, so I'm not just preaching to you. I've done it myself. And um, it's dealing with a loss of innocence. It could be a broken relationship, something that ended abruptly, um, or just mm -hmm. um, adultification. So address that first. And once you do, it's going to really um, take your spiritual journey to a whole different level. And I'm excited for mm -hmm. you. Can I ask a clarifying question, if that's all right? Yes. Yeah. So when you're saying in childhood, does this mean like actually in childhood or could this be like your inner child, if that makes sense? I would say both because they're related. Um, your mm. The way I view it, your childhood is your foundation of who you are. Yeah. The base layers. And yes. um, it could be adolescence as well, but there's something that changed or shifted and you never properly address. So it's coming up again now. And I would, because we mentioned that time of year, your birthday this year, pay attention to what happens around that time of year to get deep insight into what happens. Thank you okay. so much, Urban yeah. Alchemist. Yes, Madam thank you very much. What do you have? Um, well, the three cards that I have, the messages that spoke the loudest, um, you have gradual progress, complexity, and vibration. Um, so speaking from the gradual progress, um, it really speaks to what Urban just said. Um, I'm seeing there's... Um, 
some things in your past that you really need to work through um, that has built up a wall of ego and uh, ego comes in a sense of protecting yourself, but um, it comes off as being, um, you know, a slightly like know-it-all or, you know, no one can really tell mm -hmm. me anything. Um, you yes. have to be open to constructive criticism, right? And Absolutely. Um, these, the people, um, you know, that'll teach you lessons, you know, sometimes it's not about, um, the person who's bringing the message, but more so of the message, you know, cause sometimes we tend to, you know, look past things when the box isn't how we want it to look. So, um, as far as the gradual progress, uh, goes, we really need to let go of, uh, those past holes. Cause if you hold on too tight to things, you will either break them and mm. you'll have a shattered mess and then you'll mm. have to clean up. So yeah. um, that's one thing you also need to look into. Um, the second thing is the complexity. The complexity also speaks um, about your ego and your approach to things. Um, you have to stop going into things with such a, a defeated attitude. Um, you tend to, I'm seeing that you tend to think of things um, and how they can go wrong. And then you try to plan for how things can go wrong instead of like, okay, well, what if things mm -hmm. go right? You know? Um, so we really have to change our mindset and our approach to that because nothing can get through if it's too complex. Um, right. That means the great things. And if you're too complex, the things that you need to let go of, they can't get a release. So we have to um, not become, um, not docile or be walked over, but mm -hmm. we have to become malleable. We have to um, become somewhat vulnerable to allow growth and change as well. Yes. Um, and the last thing you have is vibration. And the card of vibration, it comes in the sense of movement. Um, you need to move. You need to shift. Mm. You need to let go. Uh, be open to people helping you. Be op uh, open to people teaching you. Um, and again, you can't have the defeatist, the attitude, you know, towards like, well, you can't teach me nothing or I heard mm -hmm. this here or I heard this there. Um, you really have to open up and genuinely be open and give that approach that you're ready to learn. So that's, that's what I have for you. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, that's absolutely amazing. Um, Isaac, I know that your question doesn't really fit the theme of, you know, doing some spiritual work for this particular matter. Um, <laughs> but I will say to you surrounding this is, um, we had both of them mention this space of either healing or doing the work and peeling back the layers and the complex the complexity of things. Um, give yourself the opportunity and grace to grow through those things. Okay. Mm. Um, there's no loss in your journey. There are only lessons mm. to be learned. So no matter if you hit a moldy spot in your onion or there's a space <laughs> where you feel maybe a little bit defeated, um, mm -hmm. understand that, you know, it's a part of the journey as I always try to encourage people to do is do not embrace your journey. Brace yourself for your journey, but wow. accept mm -hmm. the journey that you have been given because that's what you were designed to grow through, not go through. Mm -hmm. And it's also important to understand that your ancestors will not allow you to go through anything, but they may need for you to grow through some things. And that's right. okay as well. So um, just keep all of that in mind um, as you are moving um, and, and growing into this new space. Mm -hmm. I liked the, that quote, you, you haven't lost anything, you only learned a lesson. I think that's that should be made into some kind of poster or something like that. I'll see what I <laughs> um, can. Yes, yes. But everything that all all three of you said, I pretty much know. I think what that pertains to. So I know. I think what needs to be worked on at least a general area. So thank you so much. Absolutely, merci beaucoup, Monsieur, and we are so grateful to have you. And our next client was in. And then she disappeared. But thank you, Isaac. You have a blessed rest of your day, Deco. Thank you as well. Thank Mel you very much. Bye-bye. Okay. Our second client was here, um, but I wasn't able to mute their, their device. And I wasn't mm -hmm. sure if there was going to be noise. So I put them back in the waiting room. And then they made like Houdini and poof, be gone. <laughs> 
Yes, and I just want to say thank you to Isaac for letting us read him and for being open because that it can get vulnerable and touchy when you're Mm -hmm. talking about emotional things like that. But he took it really well. And that's one part of a reading. You know, you're not always going to hear what you want to hear, like Queen said, but you're going to hear what you need to hear. And your ability to receive that is really what's Mm -hmm. going to allow change to come into your life. So thank you, Isaac. Absolutely. Um, So, upon ça, nous avons, we have the second calling client, she or he isn't here, but um, the second caller, the second calling client was the name, was by the name of Andy. And this is their question. And maybe we can do a one card pool each, um, which is, what does my future hold for the relationship for my um, person of interest and I? I'm going to re-ask the question, what does the future hold for my relationship for the purpose, the the point, excuse me, the person of interest and I? Madam Aphrodite, would you like to go first? Absolutely. Um, The card I pulled out was play. Um, And in this sense, I'm seeing um, uh, issues with uh, commitment. Um, a lot of issues with communication, um, being clear and creating a stable foundation um, as far as titles and, you know, what's going on. I would absolutely say in regards to this situation, don't limit yourself and don't wait around, you know, waiting for someone to get themselves together or making you sit and wait, you know, while they get their fun out. So I would absolutely not tie myself down and um, realize who you are and whose you are and don't take disrespect. Absolutely. Yeah, I have to agree with Aphrodite. This is not um, the card that I'm looking for when I hear about relationships. So you're going to have to really examine the nature of the relationship. Um, There could be exes at play. Play is a good word. There's a lot of playing going on, but you need to walk away from the things. You know, it's fun when you get in a relationship. You know, you have chemistry, you have excitement, you have fun, you have People, you know, make you feel all these feelings, but that's fun for the beginning, but you need to move beyond that. And then we can see what we're working with. So let's see how this person can commit, whatever, because it's, it's um, some questions, question marks. Um, so I also would love for Madam Aphrodite and Urban Alchemist, could you please let us know which um, cards you are reading with, please? Oh, absolutely. Um, the Black Doves of Africa, as of right now, Deco. I'm leading I'm reading with the Rider Waite Smith deck, which is what I always read with unless I indicate otherwise. And I got the devil card reversed. So mm-hmm. forgive well, me if it yeah. No, you're fine. And I will tell you this. Um I'm gonna tell you two things. I'm gonna respond to you based off of what you desire, but I'm gonna also respond to you based off of what I know. Um this person of interest that you are um, talking about doesn't even they're not even aware of the actual of your desires you have a romantic desire they are not even aware of that so what I'm really picking up at this when we're hearing this thing of play and there's issues with commitment well it's difficult for someone to commit to something they don't even know that they're in Okay, so it really seems to me that maybe like a situationship and not a relationship. It seems that there absolutely could be more of a this other individual is looking at you more of a friend and you may have feelings that are that are heavier. So you you may take things um, to the heart and emotionally and, 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 and personally, that's the that's the word. But you really don't have the foundation to do so because you aren't an item, you know? So in that regards, because immediately you would think they need to stop playing with me. But the truth is, are you playing with yourself? Mm. Are you playing with yourself? Are you, because if it's not clear to this individual, but you know how you feel, then that's something that you're doing. Everybody's not a mind reader. So you have to also make sure that you are letting your expectations be known, but also express yourself. Now, let's just say that I'm wrong. But 
we know, like, she's not. <laughs> okay. Let's pretend you are. Okay. Let's pretend that I'm wrong. So, um, in order to have um, this individual to have a little bit more commitment in your life, and not just commitment, but maybe um, to grow, grow a little bit of love in your life, it would be such a great thing to go and um, take a little bit of deal weed, something of yours and something of theirs, and plant it in your front yard with something sweet. And um, this is uh, something that you can do very easily to um, to sweeten up the situation. And um, if you're just open in general, take their name or something of theirs, burn it to an ash, add it to deal weed, Lay it down at your front door and sweep it into your home. And this will bring in that new love um, or relationship. D'accord? Merci beaucoup, madame ou monsieur, pardon, depending on whichever you are. But um, again, I do want again to just thank Urban Alchemist and Madame Aphrodite, la Madame Aphrodite, for your... Kind um, words and appreciation um, towards me surrounding the space of mentorship for being here today, giving these amazing readings. Um, could you all, Madame Aphrodite, could you let people know how to find you online on social media and then Urban Avenues? Of course. You can find me on Instagram at underscore Aphrodite underscore. Um, you can also find me and my hilariousness on TikTok at Afro Aphrodite <laughs> as well. <laughs> Urban Alchemist? Yes, you can find me on Instagram at Urban Alchemist. It's all one word. There's a few of us, so <laughs> look for that cute blue star. I just want to say thank you, Queen, for your mentorship. And learning isn't always sitting down and have somebody tell you A, B, and C, and D, E, and No, <laughs> like... Just right. being in your presence, being an Afro-Aphrodite's presence, I learned so much. And this was really special time spent. So thank you all. Thank you. Um, and also, you are able to find me, um, Queen Cotalia, at Conjure underscore South on IG, the Hoodoo Queen on YouTube. And um, just look at me there for now. Okay, so many <laughs> blessings, everybody. Y'all have a wonderful and rest, um, great rest of your evening. Bonsoir. Au revoir. A bientôt. Bisous, bisous. La semaine prochaine, la Madame Aphrodite brings a focus to the beauty of sex conjure or magical intimacy, removing the stigma surrounding it and tips on embracing it. Merci, au revoir, écoutez. A bientôt.